Katie Harwood. Um, so I've done a little bit of digging around and I've discovered. Ricky Grove. Fog comes in on little cat feet. <laughs> Phil Rice. This is the best film that I've seen all year and maybe ever. Damien Valentine. Use the machinima, Luke. Hi, everyone. I'm Ricky Grove, and this is a Now for Something Completely Machinima podcast, where we cover machinima and related real-time technologies, as Phil always says. Uh, I'd like to introduce my friends, uh, who are my co-hosts, Tracy Harwood, Damian Valentine, and the inimitable Phil Rice. Hey. Hey. Hello. Hey there. This uh, final week of uh, November is my pick. And I chose something more for its potential than its actual uh, uh, technical qualities. It'll be interesting to see what my friends have to say about it. It's called Life of a Star Citizen Stuntman Machinimum. And it's by a group called Four Science. Um, and it's exactly what the uh, dis title describes. It's a, a stuntman in Star Citizen, which is a popular sort of space game and it's about this sort of oh kind of dumb dumbass stuntman who uh is more interested in drinking beer than he is working on jobs uh he goes out and of course the jobs are catastrophic and he constantly is being reconstructed or parts of him are being rebuilt because he's just so dumb he can't figure it out I chose the machinima, which on the face of it, you might not think it was the machinima that I would choose. But as I said, I, I was more interested in the potential uh, with it. The film has lots of problems, sound issues, um, uh, visual issues, storytelling issues. But the thing that most impressed me is that the creators were seemed to me were trying to make a combination of humor and drama. Because there are several times where this stuntman's drinking becomes quite pathetic. And you feel for him. He wakes up in a drunken stupor in some place and you you begin, it, it takes on a little bit of depth. And you begin to think, well, maybe the life of a stuntman is a, a problem because alcohol would solve all of those problems. Now, they don't fully explore that. Um, but I like the fact that it's a uh, potential uh, on the surface. It's very funny, but the central character often has this quality that it makes you feel so starry, sorry for him. And although the songs that they use, the country and Western song is a bit on the nose, it still is appropriate to it. And overall, I liked it. I thought it was a, a fun uh, interesting film that I knew would bring out ideas and conversation. So I'm looking forward to your comments on it, uh, but I enjoyed it. I would urge you to watch it and make up your own mind. So have at it, you guys. Tell me what your thoughts are. I liked that this was different from a lot of what you expect from a Star Citizen film to be. Like we've seen things that are um, sort of heroic characters going into battle and defeating the enemy and having those kind of adventures and we saw um you see our 
films that are very serious but deal with the lives of people living in this world and okay so this life of a stuntman is someone living in this world but it's not the kind of life you'd expect someone <laughs> to make a machinima video out <laughs> yes right that's right that's it that was one of the appealing things to me about it <laughs> yeah uh, so i really like that this is a completely different approach to telling a story in the world of star citizen and it was really funny um and you kind of explore this aspect of uh filmmaking in a, a game that's being used for filmmaking which has kind of added this extra layer to it which i, I quite enjoyed as well mm. um good point and obviously when you have it, these other videos with um big battles going on all of the characters you see and all the vehicles are controlled by real players so in a way they are stuntmen hopefully their real lives are a bit better than this guy's in this video. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice to uh, I, I kind of felt like they must have watched one of those epic battle videos and thought, I wonder what it's like for the characters in in those <clears throat> scenes to actually be like what what would they be like after the, the film was finished? Uh -huh. And this kind uh -huh. of explores that. And yeah, it's a little bit it's a film that's very rough, but I feel like that makes it work better. Than if it was a very polished video, um, if it was that, it didn't have that perfect sound and perfect um, editing and all that. I don't know if it would quite work the same because his it reflects his lifestyle that he, he's drunk and he's a mess, and the the video being rough and a little bit messy adds to that in a way. I don't know if that really yeah, makes then sense. There were a, there were additional technical problems that they shouldn't have had. For example, several scenes are much too dark. They should yeah. have made them much brighter. Also, many of the scenes have no sound effects at all in them. Hmm. Uh, they should have done some work on creating ambient sound. And it's not that hard to come up with simple sound effects for different scenes. They didn't do any of that. It gave me the feeling that the the film was created. Uh, um, they came up with the idea and they just wanted to get it done. They didn't spend a lot of time on the details. But I'm hoping that uh, with good feedback um, as, from us and possibly from other folks on there, they might improve their filmmaking techniques and their next film will be even better. I'd like to think so too, because I agree. There's a lot of potential with these filmmakers uh, to tell stories that are different in, mm -hmm. in Star Citizen. So I'd like to see more of that. Um the, more of the characters that you don't normally see covered in, in a game like this. Yep, yep. It's really interesting that you say that because this is obviously a community project and they've got a Discord. And um, in when you look on the Discord, now I, I joined the Discord just, you know, to sort of see what it was they were doing there. I mean, it, there's some, there's some well-established um, uh, Star Citizen teams on there. I mean, for example, there's, EE Studios on there, whose um, series Overclock that we, we we've mentioned that one in the past. Um, there's about 500 or so members in that community, and the whole point of it is actually that they they support one another to make um, Star Citizen what they call law friendly machinima for the community itself. Um, so they're you know they're really they're really focused on the. The machinima techniques that they can kind of deliver in in the inside the you know the the game and the aesthetic of the of the game itself um and there's there's all sorts of um 
threads within it about uh, you know finding different crew and helping with editing and ah. audio and kind of te- technical aspects and whatnot. Um, and that, I think that's it, you know the way they're supporting one another to do that. It's really quite interesting and and um, um, worthwhile if you like. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but from from my point of view, um, in terms of the the film, uh, yeah, it was it was a it was it, the whole the whole thing was just a little bit too long for me. Um, you know, we're, we're presented with this sort of day in the life of this kind of alcoholic stuntman who's kind of clearly disillusioned mm. with his lifestyle um, and obviously does it just for the money, um, although he's not making any or not enough. Um, and I kind of really liked, uh, I, I kind of liked the way that they presented the sort of behind the scenes story of it. I thought that kind of concept had really got really quite a lot of potential um with the actor's personality more being teased than than really what you saw in the tale itself i think um and i think i think what you got through it is the sense of this guy um you, you got the sense of what what he was trying to portray as this sort of almost what i'd call perhaps a b-roll performance so <laughs> he's not even a main <laughs> stuntman yeah, no, yeah, he's kind of like a you know guy <laughs> in the background. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, the guy that's that'll like, do the stunts that nobody else will. Exactly, you kind of <laughs> definitely got a sense of him not being the the main man or the you know covering the. He's he's hardly the the body double for Tom Cruise, for example. That is just not <laughs> yeah. his story. He's so the guy that gets killed in the background about a thousand times. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's definitely the sense of. The character that you got, and I thought that was portrayed pretty well. You know, he's he's an average player, he, or, or or what he's what he's what he's doing really is he's he's being portrayed as the 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 background for a very average game player, and therefore what you've got is the discussion. You know, this bit where he goes in sort of talk to his agent, and then the and the bit at the end where he got a little bit more of an interesting assignment was to do with the fact that actually all he's there to do is get killed by this really average game player. <laughs> but much like a, a kind of a caged animal might, might be fun to shoot for certain type of folks. That kind of, that kind of thing. Good but they point. could have done so much more with that. I thought that was, yeah, I thought the, yeah. the idea was there. The execution just didn't cut it well enough for me, but definitely got great potential. Um, I, you know, the, the, there's there's so much more they could do with that. I just really, I I really like the potential there. Um, I didn't pick up so much as you, Ricky, on the soundscape. I thought it was, I thought it was okay. Perhaps there there could have been some elements that were more exaggerated, um, and they could have made it clearer and easier to see what was kind of going on. I thought that the music was okay to a point, but then it got, um. You know, that same music was sort of running through the first part and then it was also running at the end. And I yeah, thought, but it well, would notice the different style of the music at the end. The music at the end was a punk yeah, style. Yeah, but it was still the same. Uh-huh. I, I get I get where you're going with that. But I, and then I, then I thought, well, actually, the point is, it's just it starts all over again tomorrow. and It's just exactly the same for this character day in, day out. And I got that. I thought that was kind of nice but i i just wanted a little bit more 
from it, I think. Um, but yeah, I don't think I've got anything more kind of really okay to say about it. But I, but I, I mean, I did enjoy it. I just thought you know it needed a little bit more finesse. Thanks for being tactful, Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> Phil. So you're not gonna you're probably not gonna expect me to say this, Ricky, but uh this is the kind of star star citizen content that I've been waiting for. And I mean <laughs> that without sarcasm. Uh this is old school. No, say say that say that one more time because I'm I'm putting on my sarcasm yeah. detector. Go ahead. This is the kind of star citizen content I've been waiting for. Uh, this is old okay, school. There's no reading. There's no purely, sarcasm reading. Purely in-engine machinima. Um, it's you know, <clears throat> this month writing has come up a few different times, and we we've we've kind of danced around the idea that everything else in a film can be great, but if the writing isn't good brings the whole thing down the inverse of that is also true if the writing is great it elevates the whole piece even if the rest of it is a hot mess which is what this is it's a hot mess that you're there's there's you know he he turns on the bed and there's no sound whatsoever it's just to a sound guy it just jumps out it's like oh come on how hard is that there's all kinds of flaws but it's hilarious. It's a hilarious film, first and foremost. That's not the only emotional element to it, as Ricky, you mentioned very, very astutely. But it's hilarious. Uh, my favorite moment and line is after he's met with his agent slash boss. And he's walking out of the office and the, the agent says, I love you. Say it back. <laughs> It's just so perfect, man. It's yeah, so yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, the way that the the beer drinking scene that happens shortly after that, where it's him standing at the bar and he's got the bottle up, and it just keeps cutting to additional More bottles, bottles. Yeah. and guys waiting behind him at the bar, like trying to get to... just wonderful decision there. Like it's it's so sloppy, but it's also what a great way to convey that you know um i'm reminded of there's some scene from i want to i want to say it might be one of tarantino's movies where uh a guy is is watching someone from a car like observing it smoking cigarettes and as he finishes them he, he drops them out the window and then it it cuts forward in time and there's this huge pile of cigarette butts <laughs> and he's still there smoking. And finally someone comes out of the house and that scene has been replicated many times. But that was, that was the feel of that, of this is just yeah, an efficient yeah. way and somewhat funny way to, uh, to convey something. So uh, the music was interesting. And, you know, I, I kind of, I have almost an allergy to, to copyrighted music and you know because of my experience in the past with with uh with copyright and with copyrighted music getting in the way i have to recognize though that the the climate has changed and if you're not looking to commercially capitalize on your work then all hail copyright music you know because youtube as long as you pick something that's not 
so obscure it's outside their catalog. You know, certain artists are not in the content ID system. You could use any copyrighted music you want to. And as long as you don't care that you're not going to monetize your video, YouTube's happy to let you use it. So there's a part of me that goes, well, then why not take advantage of that? Why not just have fun with that? And so he picked songs, whether or not they were great songs to pick, you know, that's 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 debatable for sure. But there, there, there was numerous copyrighted music uses in this, but he did it. I could tell that it was picked to serve the story. And uh, I don't know, it, it kind of made me examine my own attitudes about that, that, mm. you know, again, it, it's like something we talked about earlier this month. It really comes down to what is the objective in making this film? What what are the long-term goals for it? And if it's not to monetize, then why deny yourself that, you know? Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's just something that's rolling around my head. Now, the, the song that was talked about by um, Ricky and Tracy both, it actually occurs three times. Mm. There's the initial thing of it. Then the second time second it's played, slower. it's right after it gets drunk, they slow it down. Mm -hmm. And then there's the punk version of the exact same song. I feel like that, you know, that, that song was there as like the punchline of a joke, basically. Mm -hmm. the, the main line of it, of, of you know, if, how does the phrase of it go? If, you, if you're dumb, you have to be tough or something. If, along those lines. if you're dumb, you got to be strong, something right, like that. Right, right. That's a joke that deserves to be told once. But because the song was was replayed and replayed, maybe the, that's that same joke again. It's like, okay, you know, maybe a little heavy handed. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. But um, it it didn't it didn't rub me as as wrong as it sounds like uh, that that it might have with, with you, Tracy. The, it, the video does go a little bit long, um, but I just I just I really liked the writing and. It's interesting. There was at the end of it, <clears throat> I felt a little disturbed, but I couldn't pinpoint why. Uh, like I just felt uh, unsettled. And it wasn't until you pointed it out, Ricky, in your comments on the alcoholism and the patheticness of it, that I thought, that's it. That's that's what there was this undercurrent there of you know uh yes this is a comedy but th there's a real sadness to it there uh yep. that yep, yep. uh was so subtle that subtle to the point where it makes me wonder was that intentional you know was it in the subconscious of whoever put it together or were they deliberately going for that i honestly don't know i don't know how to know that but it's definitely there and you know, the slowing down and the changing of the music helped convey that. The reuse of coffee or beer, coffee or beer. Again, that was a joke at the beginning and it was funny. It but wasn't second, funny at the end. But the second time it wasn't as funny. And I was really, I couldn't figure out why. Like I knew it wasn't just yeah. they used the same yeah. joke again because that's common comedy technique. You reprise and tie things up. It's like, any good Saturday Night Live sketch, it's when they nail the ending. The ones that don't, it just feels like it just wanders off and, and you're yeah, left yeah, with yeah. this unfulfilled feeling. You know, sketch comedy, yeah. if you can tie in an ending, great stand-up comedians will do that. They'll have some kind of theme or joke they mention early in their set. And then very often the last joke they tell 
somehow ties back to that same theme and it's just brilliant and yeah. it takes a lot of uh intelligent writing as a as a comedian to to be able to do that it's very very hard well this was a very simplified version of that that reprise it wasn't a copy of the same scene it it meant something different by the end and and Nick, Ricky I think you nailed it with the the reality of alcoholism actually isn't very funny you know it's you know it's 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 funny in the early scenes but when you really let it settle in it's not and when you really let it wash over you that this is this guy's existence is mm -hmm. just going from one hangover to the next basically and getting physically beat up and unappreciated and he's never going to be anything great dude that's depressing you know yep. that's 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 and the tough. psychology, the psychology of that is implied, which is the reason why he's doing this stunt work is because he's drinking and he's drinking because he's doing because the he's stunt doing work. the sun work. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's a spiral. Right. So I don't know. Is this thing a hot mess or is it a work of genius? I'm, I'm left questioning that now because uh, I guess what we can all agree on probably is there's some real promise here. Yes. Um, and. And there's no denying that more attention to details of production would only help the piece. Yes. You know, we, can, we can disagree about to what degree the piece suffered for lack of those, but there's no question about it. More polish would make this even, I don't want to say even funnier. That's part of it, but better. At It would be a better vehicle for for its message, which I think it's a message. Unless we're just reading way much, way too much into this, I think the message completely transcends the Star Citizen universe altogether. Yeah, yeah. There are people right now. This is their life, mm -hmm. and I'm not talking about stuntmen. I'm talking about people who are. They feel like they're in a a job that gives them no fulfillment. Yep. They feel beat up, maybe not physically but in other ways and they feel like they're going nowhere. Yeah. And yep. for many of them, the coping mechanism for that is at the bottom of a bottle. That's not a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So this is comedy used as a vehicle, I suspect to convey a message, which comedy is great at that. Sci-fi is great at conveying certain messages that have nothing to do with space. And comedy is great at conveying some dark truths in a way that you don't feel sick yeah. after ingesting it. That's yeah. that's the brilliance of of when comedy is employed right, as yeah. satire, as things like this. Uh, so I have a great appreciation for that. And, you know, maybe the, the talents of this, whoever was involved with this, weren't either fully employed here or aren't fully fleshed out yet. Dude, what a great seed in the ground this is for mm -hmm. whoever's behind this. Please keep doing what you're doing because, you know, this is, it's meaningful yep. and it's compelling, even though it's sloppy. I mean, how amazing is that? This, this is, yeah. this is the most, let's say primitive in terms of production value thing we've watched in quite a while, but it moved me more than anything else we've watched this month. Yeah. That's, yep. that's, that's the power of, of 
story. And and frankly, I, I think it comes back to writing. Yeah. Regardless of whether it was intentional or not, they chose the subject yes. of this story. And the subject is inherently ambivalent. You can go either way. So the fact that they'd made that choice and they portrayed this character the way they did, I think is an indication that the it was intentional to some extent. Tracy, you had something you wanted to share? Well, I was just going to say, I think you've absolutely nailed the the, the review of it because um, I completely agree with you. I can absolutely see what you're saying. And I I, I totally get what you're saying about the, uh, the writing side of it because it's all there in this. It's definitely all there. It's just the 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 aesthetic quality of it yeah. is is a little rough, rough yeah. compared to some of the others that we've seen. You know what movie I'm thinking of when we watch this is the one from a couple months back. I don't remember what engine it was made in, but it was the guy on the train. Yeah, and the, yeah. the hair restoration. Oh yeah, pills, yes, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, we had similar questions at the end of that about was this comedy or not? Absurdist. The writing on this is what made this a better vehicle for the message. Yes. And it was, and this is greatly inferior production values wise to that one. Yes. But that's this right. is a more memorable and more, more effective delivery mechanism for the message. And uh, that's a great yeah, point, Phil. Yeah. So if we could say anything to our listeners, please spend time on the writing of what you're doing. Don't just do one piece, one pass. Think about it. Work on it. And I'd like to make three suggestions to the uh, for science, the people that put this together. One, spend time on the lighting of your scenes so that they're clear and that you can see everything. Obviously, there are going to be scenes that are going to be darker, but you can't go too dark so that you have to squint to see what's actually going on. There were several scenes in there that were so dark I couldn't it took me a while to make out what was going on. So work on the lighting of your scene so that everything is relatively clear as you could still see it. Secondly, work on your sound. Spaces have sounds. You need to have ambient sounds in each different space because it lends a, an emotional tone to the scene. And also work on simple effects. You don't have to create sounds for every single thing. But as Phil pointed out, if you're on the bed and you're sitting on a on a bed that might have springs or you're turning, you need to have some sort of sound effect for it. Um, when you fall on the stairs, when he got drunk and fell on the stairs, you needed to have a sound effect of him falling on the stairs. Yeah. Just simple things like that. And thirdly, think about going through your scene and going through your film when you finally get the last cut and seeing what scenes you don't need to tell the story. Only include the scenes that you that will continue to tell the story of what you're saying. That may that will make viewers like Tracy enjoy her film more because she doesn't feel bored by rep repetitious scenes. So if you do those three things, your next film will be much, much better. And combine that with the excellent writing and you'll have a, a knockout. A knockout. Well, like thank add, you. I just Go like ahead. to add to the lighting. If you're using a game where you have no control over the lighting um, and it's too dark, find a different location in the game. 
Like if you can't place your own lights, just Excellent. find find somewhere else in the game that has a similar look to it, but you can still see the characters. Yep. Because a game like um, Star Citizen is huge. If you've got a corridor that looks right, except it's too dark, there's probably going to be another corridor that still right. looks right, but has better lighting in it. And the only person who will know that there's not physical continuity between those spaces is you. No viewer is going to know that or no one no one's going to care. You know, yeah. if, if, so don't let it get in your head that, well, that corridor isn't actually there between those spaces. Who cares? Who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody's going to be thinking about that. They want to see what's going on. Yeah. That happens yeah, in that's... big Hollywood films. So you can do it in Absolutely. your machine video. <laughs> All the time it does. You'll get All you'll the have time. a scene in outside of a building in one place. And then they go inside. The inside is a set somewhere could be in a completely different city or part of the world. But as when you're watching the film, it's the character going through the door in, in it looks seamless, but it's not in real life. Yeah. And you don't have the challenges of real world production, which in real world production they've got to worry about color correction between different locations, and whatnot. When you're within a game, generally stuff's gonna blend together pretty well without much adjustment. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a great idea. But for science and a group of people in uh, uh, Star Citizen, keep making movies and keep making movies about offbeat characters that you don't, that are non-heroic, that are everyday and that uh, you can say something about. Yep. Uh, like this was and... my favorite. This was my favorite film of the month. Hands down. Oh, that's great. I'm I didn't so expect glad. it to be. I didn't expect it to be. I When I started, I thought, oh, boy, what's Ricky doing here? Is this? Well, you know, I, I, I saw it and I looked at it. And of course, my little critical eye was going, oh, oh. <laughs> but then I just put that aside and I just kept watching. And I really got a strong feeling about it. You know, alcoholism has been a part of my family and my life. And I could see that they were trying to do something with that. And I think that's an important theme. Well, that's it for this week, this month. Uh, I want to thank all uh, three of my guests and myself <laughs> for picking interesting, fun movies. We hope you enjoy them. Please contact us if you're part of Four Science and you have some ideas, or you or you want to be interviewed. We'd love to interview you about this movie. Contact us at talk at completelymachinima.com. And as always, we have show notes that'll link to the uh, the movie and other uh, significant links at our website, which is completelymachinima.com. Thank you all for uh, listening and watching, and we'll see you next month. Goodbye. Thanks. We love you, audience. Say it back. We love you. Say it back. Say it back. Say it back. <laughs>